What's up, guys? It's your hosts, Nicolette and Jenna. Let's get ready to uncork and unwind. We're back. Episode nine. We are back. Oh, well, clearly oh. we're back and we're rusty. <laughs> I'm so bad at doing the intros, Jenna. I like when you do them. So this week's episode is its going to get deep. It's going to get real. It's going to be raw. It's going to be emotional. And it's unfortunate that I cannot drink for it. So that leads me to ask you, Nicolette, what are you sipping on over there for the both of us? I'm so excited. So for my birthday last month, I got a bunch of wines from all my lovely friends. And I'm drinking Fit Vine Cabernet Cab Sauv 2017. And it has low residual sugar, which I love. So right off the bat, I smelled it. Smelled amazing. Mm. <laughs> Sipped it. Very good. It doesn't taste very sweet. Tastes very earthy. And it looks really light. Like it looks like I'm drinking a Pinot Noir, not a Cab. Very good. Highly recommend for all my fit fam girls and boys out there. I actually tried one of the whites of that brand last year. Oh, really? And I didn't mind it. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad. I saw it at the the ShopRite liquor store and it caught my eye because, you know, I was, you know, into fitness and I just saw the word fit and I was like, oh, what's this? And I started looking it up and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But wait, before we get into the topic, like, how's everything? How's life? I mean, you just got back from a lovely trip with Keith. Yeah, so I was in Denver. It was really fun. Fl- flew for the first time during quarantine. That was interesting. Oh my gosh. How was that? So they board from the back of the plane forward. If you know me and you're listening oh. right now, you know I'm first in line at the airport all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like I board in boarding group one, not trying to like sound like a little sassy biatch, but like I have status with United. So I board in the first group always and they decided to board from the back of the plane forward. So I was like the last person to get on the plane. It's very stressful. You know me, Jenna. Yeah, I can only imagine. Overall, it was fine. I actually like felt pretty safe on the plane. They definitely had like put a lot of protocols into place. They clean. They have a partnership with Clorox. Um, it's just very different. Things are different now. And um, I don't want to fly by choice. I just I had to for that wedding. And I'm happy I did. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to be like taking voluntary vacations anytime soon. Yeah. Isn't it kind of bizarre that you just said that an airline had a partnartship with a cleaning brand? <laughs> yeah. Is that, That's 2020 in a nutshell. It literally is. But yeah. Okay. And what's up with you? Because you're moving to California, girls. We're undeniable. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I technically didn't even announce it publicly yet, True. but I will by the time this is aired. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I accepted a travel nurse job in Orange County, California, and I leave at the end of October, which is like in three weeks, which is crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've pretty much just been trying to prepare for that. There's a lot of like requirements the hospital needs and stuff. So a lot of my days off I've been just putting into getting all those paperwork and stuff done. So yeah, I'm excited for the new adventure and to like not be in the freezing cold this winter. I'll be visiting. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. All right. So I guess now we can get in our feels, even though I'm not in the mood to, because <laughs> this episode is all about exes. Yeah. And I ain't talking about the kisses and exes and no's, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that was so corny. Dad jokes. I, just, I can't. All right. So Nicola and I kind of made like a list of little topics to like 
touch on. And some of these questions were actually submitted by you guys, like our opinions on just exes in general and how we navigated, you know, having an ex and being an ex to somebody else and stuff like that. So I guess we could just jump right into it. Yeah. I mean, we've, I feel like since we first started posting on Instagram and being like, send it, send us topics, send us questions, send us ideas. We always get questions regarding how to handle a breakup or, you know, just looking for advice on how to deal with being friends with an ex or getting back with an ex. So interested to talk about this because you and I have both have gone through breakups in the past and it'll be a good topic. It'll probably be a long one too. Yeah. And I just kind of want to preface that everyone goes through heartbreak completely differently and I do think a lot of the times it has to do with if you've experienced it before like that first initial heartbreak is so hard you don't want to listen to anybody who has wisdom over you or tells you that like it's going to get better it's just something you kind of have to experience Mm -hmm. yourself which we can get a little bit more into when we hit that topic but yeah just want to make it clear if you haven't gone through a breakup maybe this might give you a little insight and if you have maybe you can resonate with us a little bit because it's not easy and i don't think it'll ever be easy for anybody to to go through something like that no so no matter how long you've been dating for so first topic getting back together with an ex is it ever a good idea and when could it be appropriate hmm Hmm. Right off the bat, this is my first thought. I feel like everyone at some point when you break up with your ex, at least like your first ex, you get back together. Yep. It's never like a clean break. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can't say never, but I feel like most of the time for at least all my friends and you and me, you get back together with that person because you're comfortable. You're both comfortable. You're used to it. It just happens. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times when so there's two parts of a breakup right it could be a breakup over maybe something silly where it was in the moment and then you end up getting back together or it could be something like you guys break up a few months go by you start missing them and then you guys get back together now that kind of leads me into a little segue I feel like people who prematurely get back together only get back together for comfort reasons like I said because they're comfortable with that person or because they miss the idea of them. The idea of them. And not necessarily them. Because mm-hmm. if you really look at the big picture, a breakup normally happens for a reason, whether it's right your connection faded or there's something that the person you know couldn't change and you just couldn't like manage it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or in some cases, distance might break people up or yeah. whatever. This reminds me of my friend who I'm going to keep them both anonymous, but they broke up. There was no real reason why they broke up. Like no one cheated. They weren't fighting. It wasn't toxic. It wasn't unhealthy. Nothing was bad in their relationship. Six months goes by. He dates somebody else. She went on a couple dates and he suddenly realized like he wants to be with this girl again. So I was talking to my friend and she was kind of like, Nick, what do you think? Because I know you're going to shoot it straight with me. Is this a bad idea? Is this a good idea? What do you think? And long story short, they're back together now and things are going good. I'm going to actually get an update from her this week about how everything's going. But it was a totally clean breakup. Like it's not like anything happened. Nothing was wrong in the relationship. So in that Mm -hmm. instance, I feel like it's perfectly fine to get back. You know, they both kind of did their own things and bettered themselves and they're coming back as even stronger individuals. Yeah, I think that the timeline of getting back with somebody is actually really important with this because if you break up and then get back together two weeks later, what what have you grown Mm -hmm. in the two weeks? I mean, chances are nothing. Nothing's going to change when you go back together. You might just be having like a really high positive wavelength and then it's just going to go back to how things were. But if you have that time, like months, like yeah. like six months, right, for them, 
then yeah, I think that that gives you enough time to get some clarity and to work on yourself and to not worry about anyone else. And if they're still kind of weighing on your heart and you miss them and nothing really happened between like you guys breaking up, Mm -hmm. then I think it is appropriate. It definitely is like a sticky sticky slope is that the right yeah. term yeah for sure because sometimes you do, you question is it right to get back do i actually miss them like mm-hmm. i said do i miss the idea of them mm-hmm. am i gonna get if we get back and we broke up again then what happens i just feel like there's like a lot of anxiety that comes with it but you just got to trust yourself talk to your friends your family i feel like talking you know? to your family is huge and just like your closest group of friends i think what you said about timing is i hate when people are like i'm on a break you can go mm-hmm. on a break. Either work through your issues or break up. Right. I, I Like, I can't talk. I've done that, but... No, same. And a majority of the time, a break just turns into a breakup. I just right. think that in the moment, calling it a break is easier on both the mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. of... You know what I mean? That's but true. I feel like at the end of the You're day, not ready you to know exactly over. what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a big thing to accept. I mean, mm-hmm. especially depending on how long you've been dating, that's a lot of time you spend with this person. And this person was at some point you're everything. You told them everything. They were involved in your life. You talked every single day. And then just for it to switch off and you not talk to them. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird concept. Um, But I do want to touch quickly. I also feel like getting back with an ex also depends on your age. So obviously the people you're talking about are a little bit more mature. And then I'm relating back to like in high school when, you know, we'd be whipping out the word break like it was nobody's business. Getting back together in that sense, it's not like a mature reason to get back. It's more just like it's immature. It comes from a place of immaturity. Mm -hmm. So I think that plays a big role as well. But that kind of like reminds me, like, do you believe that people can change? No, I don't think people can change. I don't either. I don't either. And I think that kind of ties into yeah why people break up and then they see a small change temporarily and then the person goes back to their yeah. old ways on both ends i'm not just saying the guy who's here hey my wine mule beck come say hi oh hey jen <laughs> hey beck i, text her. I texted her asking so legit <laughs> what i know beck we're talking about exes do you have anything to add hmm, not not now oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for this episode. Okay, girl. All right, clock's running. Gotta go. Bye, Beck. Quick intermission to get my wine fix. It's okay. It's worth it for this episode. I'm drinking for the two of us, Jen. Keeping in touch and staying friends after breaking up. What do we think? So I feel like initially, no. I think that I'm just talking from my own experience. Mm -hmm. I think that I take a long time to heal. And I feel like the more communication you have with someone that you had so much connection with and memories with, the more you keep just opening up that wound. Right. And you need that wound to heal, not to scar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting deep here with analogies. So I I think initially, no, but with time, I think it's okay to like keep in touch friendly, like, hey, hope everything's okay or happy birthdays or. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, I don't have any personal experience with being like best friends with an ex again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think. Are you? You're not really friends with any of your exes. No, like I don't really want to be. I'm like, I'm fine with like a hello, a goodbye, like a, you know, yeah. friendly. Let's be mature. <laughs> friendly if you run into each other at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, like. <laughs> I don't I don't have any qualms like with guys that I've been with and they're they've been like assholes to me like I don't hold you know me I really don't hold grudges mm-hmm. I'm too nice to people that I shouldn't be nice to like girls and guys included but I would never be able to be good friends with an ex but I think being cordial is great 
my mom is friends with all of her exes. She keeps in touch with her ex-fiance. Sorry, mom, for blowing up your spot. (laughs) But he's awesome. I know him. I grew up knowing him. He's a great Mm -hmm. guy. And they're friends. Yeah. And don't you and don't you feel like if you do try to be friends with an ex and it ends up maybe like bringing up emotion again, then you clearly know you're not ready right. to. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like people dabble in the water a little bit and they're like, all right, maybe I can be friends with them. Mm-hmm. And then you attempt it and you're like, mm, never mind. You know, even yeah. if you aren't obviously so like in love with the person, I just feel like it's so hard to separate what you had and then like try to develop like a new friendship relationship. Oh, wait, I am friends with one of my exes. I'm like best friends with one of my exes, Dan Scala. <laughs> oh, shut. He is literally not an ex. You, uh, if I remember correctly, a few episodes ago, you were like, yeah, I couldn't get out of the friend zone. And now he's an ex-boyfriend. We I'm dated sorry, in the sixth. Six- fact check this. Wait, we dated in the sixth grade and we broke up because Victoria Sella, shout out Victoria Sella, told me that he was going to cheat on me. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> Dan Scala, you're gonna cheat on Nicolette? In and I sixth grade. And verbatim, this is how I broke up with him at a pool party. I said, Nobody wants a liar as a boyfriend. We're over. <laughs> and like I marched away. <laughs> and my mom was like, Well, you better make up with him because him and his family are coming down the shore this weekend. Childhood love. Oh my gosh. And look at you guys now, just BFFs forever. Yeah. Anywho's. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, this is actually kind of bizarre. I just read the next uh, part mm-hmm. where it says blocking them on social media. So, little side story. Two years ago, exactly today, I was in St. Lucia celebrating my brother and oh now sister-in-law's engagement. Okay. So, as you can know, as you know, we were at an all-inclusive resort. I'm drinking whatever the bartender's given me. I'm like, I have no You're preference. Blacked. All I know is like, I don't want a vodka club. So I wake up in my hotel bed confused and I'm like uh okay did I just nap what time is it and I was informed that I was missing for a few hours on the beach (laughs) and I was found hysterically crying facetiming my (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriend and in that moment I said you know Jenna I think it's time to block so I did block but I feel like blocking can be two for two reasons one, because you're petty, or two, because you genuinely want to move on mm-hmm. and you don't want to see their mm-hmm. stuff, right? Do you agree, though? Because No, I agree. Yeah. I know I know tons of people who have, like, blocked just strictly to move on because you, like, emotionally and mentally can't handle seeing their stuff. It just slows down the process for you. Exactly. And in that moment, I was like, clearly, I'm still, like, hysterical over this, so I need to just block and, you know, go on with my day. Um, but... I've never blocked like a phone number Mm -hmm. or anything like that. I have, you know, unfollowed friends for the same reason, like seeing them in their posts. Like nobody wants that. No one wants a reminder. I think the sticky part is like, when do you unblock? Because I've been thinking about that. Well, you can't unblock. No, if you unblock, you're going to have to press follow again. To refollow. Mm -hmm. But do they know that you unblock them? Yeah. Because when you block someone, (laughs) I got all the tea. Well, clearly, Nicolette has experience in this if department. If you need social media help regarding stalking, blocking, all the above, any questions come to me. When you block someone, they can't search your name. Like, you disappear 
in their feed, just like you disappear, they disappear in yours. So if you unblock and they just randomly decide to search your name one day, you show up again. So they'll know you unblocked. It just says they don't get a notification, but they just know that you unblock them. Gotcha. Because I'm like at that point where I'm like, it's really not a big deal for them to stay blocked. But I also don't want to make it a big deal to unblock them. You know what I mean? Because then if you unblock, they might be like, oh, they're finally over me. It took two years. No, I just remembered that I unblocked you like two years ago. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if if you block for your own mental health, I think it's fine. If you're blocking to be petty and make a statement, I think it's stupid. Yeah. And I don't really – I feel like if someone blocked me out of pettiness, I would just look at them and laugh and be like – this is making me more unattracted to you. Mm-hmm. So, And like this kind of brings up the question of stalking them on social media. Very unhealthy. Oh. Very not okay. And oh. you know what's funny? Actually, I don't want to say that. Never mind. <laughs> Ooh, what, Nicolette? <laughs> I was going to say I don't really stalk the guy. I'm more so like try to stalk girls that I think that they're in, like talking to. Yeah, because girls post more so you can get more information. For the most part. Like I stalk girls that guys have been with prior to me. I don't really care about stalking yeah, a guy. Yeah, I feel like we all do that because girls have this like sick mentality of always comparing themselves yeah. to somebody else, yeah. which is horrible. And I keep telling myself to stop doing that. Well, I used to. I don't really do yeah. that right now. Yeah, when I feel like it's only normal and natural when you first break up to stalk the person all mm-hmm. the time because you're so used to being involved in their life and you literally have zero idea what's going on in their world. I mean – I went through like a a dark hole of like stalking like my ex and his family on Facebook and then the Venmo I already had mentioned in a podcast episode and tweets and what tweets like he was liking and if it was directed towards me. Like if he liked a quote, I was like, oh my God, it's about me. (laughs) Like psycho. But I think that like even though everyone's always like, don't do it. Like you're just torturing yourself. I feel like torturing yourself and making yourself sad is part of Oh yeah. I agree with you on that. Right? Like – Everyone purposely puts on sad songs mm-hmm. and like wants to cry themselves to sleep and mm-hmm. be miserable. I'm sorry. Like I just feel like it's just part of the process. And if you're like a friend out there who has another friend going through it, just let them ride the wave. I know it's frustrating yeah. listening to them complain about being sad and then go and do this to themselves, but it's just so normal. Also, this reminds me, like you said, forcing yourself to be sad. Whitney Simmons, <laughs> of course, got to bring up Whitney Simmons. She posted mm-hmm. on her Instagram story today. I want to find the playlist. She was it was like a depressing oh, yeah. ass playlist. What was it called? Hold on, let me pull it up. For when you want to cry. Yeah, but it had like a funny name and she was like apologies in advance for this. And this girl is engaged, like had a beautiful engagement. You know what? Every now and then you got to oh, yeah. be in your feels, okay? Oh, absolutely. Oh, here it is. Taylor Swift, but when you need to cry in order how hard I cry. <laughs> and she writes sorry in advance. Great playlist. Oh my gosh. After my high school breakup, I used to like live on Miley Cyrus's old like uh, albums, like Breakthrough and Hannah Montana. Those songs still hit the heart. I mean, they are deep. If you listen back to them, dang, this girl had really good lyrics. Nick Jonas, man. If Nick Jonas broke my heart, I'd write those freaking songs too, Jenna. Mm -hmm. You're right. I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah, you definitely would. But you know what's funny? Like we... It was also a maturity thing because back then you and I, we had like a shared word document that we would add (laughs) quotes to. That is something we need to post on social media. Can you find that? No. I, oh my gosh, I think it's on my old computer, but I definitely have it printed somewhere. We need to find it. Okay. I think, but you were still in a relationship when I was going through my breakup. Yeah. And I was a weirdo and I was, I was like contributing to your depression. (laughs) (laughs) wait no you were helping okay I saw this thing on Facebook when I was a senior in 
high school and oh it basically said to write something down that you that made you happy every single day oh, for 100 yeah. days and I basically texted Nicolette because you were at college and I was like will you do this with me and you were mm-hmm. like absolutely so every single day for 100 days we said one thing we were happy about whether it was something big or something small and I made a word document with our answers wait do you we need that. okay that's kind of cute it's so cute okay Moving on. Oh my God, there's just so many things to cover in this topic. Oh no, we have to discuss turning into hookup buddies. Mm. Oh yeah, we mm. didn't that. <clears throat> Do you want to have thoughts first? I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that. Okay, here's a here's a story. You want to go first and then I'll share my little story? Okay, I feel like it's a huge no-no, but I feel like every girl is so weak. And guys could be weak too, but I feel like every girl is so weak that they fall for it it's a bad idea it's a bad idea that's just that's it yeah what's your story well i don't know if i know this one. Oh, you know it oh lovely so i had the most toxic ex-boyfriend the lying cheating sack of shit that i talked about in the first episode <laughs> how can we forget who we, like who we actually do forget about but we after we broke up because uh, he cheated on me eight million times i kept talking to him you know you're doing something bad when you're hiding it from your friends and you're making up like excuses as to like why I'm driving to Pennsylvania to see this boy and just like lying to cover up your reasoning. So Mm -hmm. anyway, we decided to give it another shot and we were going to start over. So I was there visiting. We like had a date night. It actually kind of sucked. Like I wasn't getting a good vibe in my gut. I knew it wasn't going to work. And then like that morning he like tried to hook up and I was like no we're not gonna hook up if we're starting over and like starting fresh and having a clean slate and he was like well if you don't want to hook up then maybe we should just be friends storms out of his apartment and I was like oh okay he wants to just be friends pack up my freaking bag get in my car I'm driving up the street like about to get on the highway and he's coming towards me and he sees me literally just deuces up See you never. He blows up my phone, calls me like a million times. I don't answer. Never spoke to him again. <laughs> Literally never spoke to him again. And then like. <laughs> Until he kept sliding into your email. DMs, emails. But like whatever. LinkedIn. <laughs> like literally everything. Like, this man found it all. Yeah. So kind of. Don't we in. have a screenshot of my thoughts about him on Snapchat? Remember? Oh, yeah. Yes. Dude, there's so many screenshots that has to do with this kid because it's just so good. Like he set himself up for failure with these things. I know, but like looking back, aren't you just like in shock at how blinded you were? Yeah, but like I don't even think I was blinded. I think I just wanted a relationship and I wanted it to work. Okay, that's actually a good point though. Being in a relationship just because you want to be in one or being in one that's actually genuine. I feel like that's a huge, there's a huge difference there. Yeah. I think a lot of girls and guys both date just for the company of one. I mean, they literally call it cuffing season for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Where a lot of the times it's not really genuine or meant to be long term. It's just for fun and to have company when, you know, both of you aren't doing anything and stuff like that. I remember when you were dating him. And I just kept giving you advice. I just was, I just remember being so frustrated because you weren't like processing anything that I was saying. No. Like I never, I've never seen you like that before. So I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy literally has her like brainwashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which obviously right there is just screams mm-hmm. toxic and stuff. I will say he, he had and, a way with words and ladies, yeah. if the clues and the, if you have the hard facts in front of you, if there are earrings in his bedside table and they are not yours, 
if he tells you you left your underwear there and they are not yours. <laughs> like if you find items that don't belong to you in his car and they they are not yours, he is doing something wrong. And I feel like it's so hard to process cut the that. denial. Yeah, like cut the denial. Yeah. Cut to the chase. Get it over with because you know in the long term it's not going to last. I just have so much more right. intelligence from all the f- boys of the past. Oh yeah. And I mean obviously, you know, Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you clearly went through that for a reason mm-hmm. to like grow as your own person and just realize what you deserve in a relationship and what you want in a relationship. Yeah. But it, it is so weird to like look back and just see just like how we grow in yeah. general. You know what I mean? Wow, what a story. All right. How to handle the seeing them out. Oh my God, I do have a crazy ex story. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay. First of all, you know how you always like, Jenna, like you're not crazy. Yeah. Like you always say like, you don't think I'm crazy. I'm, I am crazy. I do certain things because I'm like, ooh, you mm-hmm. know? We all do that. But anyway, seeing an ex out, no matter how long you've been broken up for or how little you've been up, broken up for, you're always going to get like those butterflies, like s- not butterflies in the sense of, oh my gosh, like the ones where you're Nervous like, butterflies. holy shit, yeah. that's my ex. Yeah. yeah. And like your stomach sinks and you're just like, you freeze. Um, just because it's been so long since you've seen them mm-hmm. and you just like don't know how to act. Like, do you hug hello? Do you wave? Do you ignore? It's kind of awkward. Like, how do you normally handle it? I mean, I just think the best, I guess in the moment, especially if alcohol is involved and you're seeing someone for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you have to go into the, well, I guess if you don't know you're seeing them. I don't know how to say this. I think you have to, when you break up, you have to mentally prepare. Okay, how, it's like training. It's like training for the game. How am I going to handle it? When I see him out, you're going to act mature as f- you're going to be mm-hmm. super hot. You're going to be calm, cool and collect because that's important. You have to be unbothered. Hey, how are you? How you doing? Yeah. Have a good night. I'm going to go take a shot. Yeah. And just keep in mind, one, this is obviously easier said than done. And two, it takes a lot of strength mm-hmm. to not want to linger and continue to keep talking. The more you talk, the more the past gets brought up and then you end up being upset for the rest of the night. So I actually, I ran into my ex once at a bar when I was visiting a friend on Long Island and all of his friends were there and stuff and I hadn't obviously seen them and I was really close with them. So in that moment, everyone like mutually came up to each other and like said hi and we like had like a conversation and his friends like were buying me drinks. Like it was, it was actually kind of nice. But then another time I was in the city with um, one of my college friends and we were in Penn Station. I was waiting for her at a Starbucks for her to get in from her train and I literally looked to my right and I locked eyes with my ex oh, yeah. in Penn Station during like 6 p.m. rush hour time. It was like a Friday. And in that moment, I just froze. I didn't go up and say a word. I like ran. I like ran away. I would panic too. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's hard, you know. When you're not expecting it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't know. The best the best advice I feel like we can give is just to try to be as mature. Maturity is so as important. possible. Obviously, if you're drunk. It's hard to, but you'll thank yourself the next morning for handling it like a boss. Yes, handle it like a boss. Jenna, I feel like you give the emotional, deep responses, and I'm just like, just tough love coming out of my mouth. Yeah, but that's why we balance each other. seriously. I mean, I can give some tough love, but I also, uh, sometimes it depends on the person. We can get into that another day. Oh, wait. Okay. So this question was actually when that was submitted. Are you the type to want to know things or not know things? I want to know things. I want to know everything. Spit it to me straight. Okay. Are we talking know things about them post breakup? Oh. That's what I'm that's what yes, we're referring to. I do. Like I don't want to be Really? Yeah. I don't want to be head in the clouds, have no idea what's going on with them. I don't think you have to know 
every little detail, but I think it's good to know what's going on in their life, especially if you don't have them on social media, unless you really don't care and you really don't want to know. But I feel like it can kind of go both ways because post breakup, I feel like initially you want to know everything. Mm -hmm. Are they talking to a new girl or guy or, you know, how are they doing in their job or did they move and whatever, stuff like that. But I just feel like it ends up hurting you more by knowing more. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like initially when my most recent ex and I broke up, I I did that. I was stalking for the sole purpose of wanting to know if he had moved on. What that would have proved if I found out he did, I have literally no idea. But I just feel like in the moment, I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. And I was always like curious, like, oh, I wonder who's going to hook up with somebody else first. And like, why were those my thoughts? Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's normal. However, I feel like if you're still in the part of a breakup where you do see they moved on and it still hurts yeah that kind of shows where you where you are healing wise no I really had me and my ex and I had no issues um I actually was in Connecticut visiting um a friend a few months ago and I ran into his old college roommate out of nowhere and one of the first things was like he was like do you have a boyfriend and I was like no I don't have a boyfriend and he was like really because I think he's like really because I think has a new girlfriend and I was like Okay, like, if that's the case, like, good for him. And I actually, it didn't bother Mm -hmm. me that he said that. Now, I don't know if it was because, one, I didn't believe it, (laughs) or two, I was, like, fully, like, I was, like, accepting Mm -hmm. of everything. Yeah, so in that case, it was okay for me to, like, know. But if I was still hurting, like, I don't want to know. I want to know in the moment, but looking back, I'm like, I don't want to know. I like that we're different on that. I mean, I'm not emotionally, mentally not bothered by any of my exes. I mean, obviously, I'm in a new relationship, but even before that relationship, I was never bothered, you know? I just feel like I used to have to remind myself that if they did move on, that girl is not me and that girl can never give them the connection that we had because you have a connection with somebody, everybody yeah, differently. differently, right? Love that. So, yeah. So I, that is really how it, when we first broke up, I used to be like, he'll never. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I'm like, he'll never find something better than me. He won't, Jenna. Jenna's a catch. I mean, he might. If you're a single boy and you're listening, please send me a DM. I will be happy to set you up with my friend Jenna. If you're willing to travel to California, maybe you'll consider. Oh, God, no. Not again. Not again. Handling the new girl. If you're mature and you're over it, you'd be happy for them. If you're mature and not over (laughs) it, you resent them. And if you're immature and not over it, you stalk them, you make fun of them, you send screenshots to your friends. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, that's... But we're all guilty mm-hmm. of it. That's hard. Flipping it around, because I know you and I have both dealt, we're the new girl, and you have to deal with the ex girl. Yes. Like, girls, let's talk yes. about this for a second. When you're the new girl, and you your man has a girl who either isn't over him, or was dating him, or was hooking up with him, or whatever the case may be, you have to deal with that too, you know? Like... I know plenty of people who have have had to deal with a crazy ex-girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm saying when you're the when you're the new girl and you have to deal with the ex-girl, you don't ever want to be the problem child. Right. No, I agree. I agree. So my high school ex started dating someone new pretty quickly after we broke up. We dated for three and a half mm-hmm. years. Okay. Right? Three and yeah, I think three and a half. Something like that. He started dating a new girl pretty quickly after. I found out it was horrible. Whatever. I knew her, but I hated her for the strict reason that he was dating her and not me, right? 
had nothing to do with her as a person. Flash forward to college, my recent ex and his ex-girlfriend, I was the new girl to her. Yes. So basically the high school girl to me, I was to this no. This is what I was trying girl. to get Does at. That I sense? couldn't spit it out. <laughs> exactly. So I had to kind of be like, you know what? I'm okay that she hates me and wants to beat me up and text some things mm-hmm. about me because I would hate me too. Yeah. Because I did hate that person. But at the same time, your relationship is separate from that new person. And I think we have to try to learn to get that in our heads. Yeah. That that is it has nothing really to do with you unless cheating is involved and that mm-hmm. is a whole different story. And if he's like egging it on. Never let an outside girl, never let his ex, never let his old hookup ruin what you have, especially if it's something healthy. Keith and I could have easily been done years ago if I let oh yeah, a girl ruin our relationship and she did everything in her power to try to ruin our relationship and thankfully we were mm-hmm. both strong enough and mature enough to just completely ignore it. But if you're going through this right now, stay strong, take the high road. You have and to take the high be road. mature about it. And be on the same page as your partner. I was just going to say, if you don't communicate, it's going to fall mm-hmm. apart. I'm sorry. Like you need to communicate. Nobody can read each other's minds and you're never going to work through something by yourself if you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you need to be on the same page like you just said, both of you together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ease up a little bit on like the new girl. You could do your little mean skit with your friends. Yeah. But just know that that's coming from a different place. It's coming from either like insecurity or jealousy or whatever. And that's not always the best look. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want to grow and be healthy and mentally healthy. So, and also it's like mean to make fun of other girls. You don't know what they're going yeah. through. Yeah. So, true. Guys. True. So true. Okay. So, the last topic we kind of want to touch on in this episode, and we're most likely going to do a part two just because there's so much that we can dive into with this. So the next topic is post-breakup social media posts. So what I mean by this or what we mean by this is posting things on purpose strictly for the attention of your ex. Again, I feel like if you're in the beginning of a breakup slash still kind of immature and going through it, yes, I feel like people post things on purpose all the time. In high school, I was tweeting emotional quotes and stuff like that and then (laughs) my most recent one I was like in Vegas like posting like ass pics and stuff like that because I knew he was gonna see it you looked hot in that Vegas (laughs) (laughs) but I posted that I mean obviously I posted it because I'm in Vegas and wanted to but I also was like hmm he gets to see like what he's missing yeah girl that's coming from a place of psychoticness and I used to post certain songs that DJs would play that I knew he liked because I knew he would view my story. Mm-hmm. That is not good. Never post something for somebody else's pleasure but your own. So, okay, have you seen this on TikTok when it's like a TikTok trend? It's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm five nine and my friend is newly single that her and her boyfriend just broke up. So I dressed up like a boy and we took a bunch of pictures. And it's so funny. Like they draw like a five o'clock shadow on their face with like eyeshadow. They put like a backwards hat on and yeah. tuck all their hair up and they take all these pictures and they post on their story on Instagram. And then they like on TikTok post all the DMs that they received being like, who is that? Who's this new guy? Who are you dating? Yeah. How funny. Are you kidding? If I was 17, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> that is, that is, no, that is so funny, but that's literally just shows like, how crazy a girl Mm -hmm. can be. I mean, I actually had a college friend do that. She was talking to a guy from like one of the dating apps and stuff. And 
he ended up not ghosting her, but he was just like being short and stuff. And so, but she would always look to see if he would view her like Snapchat stories. So we were out to dinner once with my friend and her boyfriend and the single one posted like a photo of like beers and you could see my friend's boyfriend's hands in it. So it looked like she was on a date (laughs) and posted to her story. I'm like, you're crazy. (laughs) We all do it. But the thing is that we do it and like they don't usually care. Dude. For the most part, right? But you're – okay. So going back though, you kind of like reminded me is that when – I feel like post-breakup, girls and – not really guys because I feel like guys don't post that much. But girls try to make it a point to show that they're doing well. It's like a girl will never want you to know that they're crying themselves to sleep at Mm -hmm. night. They're going to show you in the morning that they're up doing a workout and eating healthy and thriving and all that stuff. Like the highlight reel that Instagram is. (laughs) Not that you should go on and show yourself crying, but why Why do we do that? Like, why do we make it a point to be like, yeah, I'm happy? Yeah. It's like we try to convince ourselves, you know? Stay tuned for the answers and our thoughts on that in the next episode. Ooh. Ooh. Clickbait. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> Little cliffhanger. Wait, no, I do have one last thought though. Okay, so I just want to say, even though we make jokes, going through a breakup is horrible. No one wants to go through it. I know I made, Jenna was a little more emotional during this episode. I made a couple jokes. At the end of the day, you have to be strong for you and you have to find yourself as an individual and be happy with yourself as an individual. And when you find the right person for you, it'll just mesh and work so perfectly. So if you're going through a breakup right now or you're not over your ex yet, you'll get there. It takes time. It takes surrounding yourself with people who genuinely care about you and want you to be happy and healthy and all those amazing things. And don't fall into social media traps. Don't give up who you are as a person. Stay true Mm -hmm. to yourself. And that is my emotional take on that. No, I kind of like how you ended like that because like you said, going through a breakup is miserable. It's really hard if it's your first breakup to see a light at the end of the tunnel. But a year from then, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I did that. Mm -hmm. I got out of that dark hole. Seriously. And you're going to grow and learn from that. And you're also going to realize that you might have not even really liked the person as much as you thought you did. I mean, you know what I mean? You're going to learn that certain qualities you like yeah. better and characteristics and personality traits. So there is a light and I know it's easier to it's easier said than done. hear that and not fully get it until you make it there. But I did have a – actually, I had a friend in college. She and her six-year boyfriend broke up. And it was her first heartbreak. And I just kept telling her the same things that I tell all my friends. Like, you have to just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much advice I give you, you have to learn on your own. But I'm still here for you, whatever. You have to be strong for yourself. And years later, she was like, she's like, I get it now, you know? So if you are going through a breakup, yeah, keep pushing. And we are here. If you guys need advice, you can DM us. Yes, slide in our DMs. Is that corny? No, it's, (laughs) it's so true. And when you said the light at the end of the tunnel thing, I feel like after my first breakup with my high school boyfriend, I feel like I literally woke up one day, like it was a few months after it officially ended. I woke up one day and I was fine. I didn't care anymore. I was so over it. Everyone has that awakening moment where everything's okay. Mm -hmm. You realize everything's going to be okay. You really do. And you also realize they'll be on your mind constantly and it just slowly starts to fade as each month, you know, kind of goes on it's like it's natural especially if if you want to work on yourself and you want to move on then reach out to your support your friends your family bother your friends constantly about what your emotions are and feelings are and write them down and get them out because it's it's not going to help to keep them bottled up and for you friends out there listening (laughs) just listen and let them let them go on their rants 
whether they take your advice or Be not. supportive AF. So girls, guys, whoever, you got this. And uh, we love you. We can get through it. <laughs> you can get through yeah. it. All right. There is a light. Wait, actually, can I end on a quote and then we can get into our yeah. segment? I saw this today on Instagram really quick and it really resonated with you. And I was like, wow, this is nice. It says, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. Love that. Boom. Boom. Isn't that so nice? I love it. All right, let's get to the fun part of the episode. Ooh, shut, shut the, the f- up. What? <laughs> Take it away, baby. Ooh, 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 Nicolette. So, okay, here's here's a story that I was given permission to share. I'm going to use fake names to protect their identities anyway, but I was given permission to share this story and I'm very excited to share it. Okay. There was a boy, let's call him Johnny Hoboken. He was dating one of my girlfriends who lives in this area. I hadn't really hung out with him much, but I knew of him from photos and social media. One day I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see my friend, aunt, who doesn't know and he's not in the same group as this girlfriend that I'm referring to or her boyfriend, Johnny Hoboken. And he posted a photo saying, Johnny Hoboken with a bunch of exclamation points. And I noticed that the boy in the picture is this guy that my girlfriend is dating. And I see part of my girlfriend's face in the photo. So I immediately text my friend, Aunt, and, and I'm like, who are you? What is going on? Like, who are you talking about? This is, I know these people. And he responds saying, this guy's dating my girlfriend and he I just saw him at the bar with this girl. He's cheating on her. And I was like, no, he's dating that girl. That's my friend. Long story short, (laughs) we figure out that this kid is dating Ant's girlfriend and my girlfriend at the same time for months. I also recently found out that he told Ant's friend to cut her hair. And the haircut that he suggested was the same haircut as my girlfriend. A little confusing with all the girlfriend mentions, but they ended up both breaking up with him. and staying strong and not getting back with him, which I'm so proud. And we just found out this weekend that he is engaged. No. So good luck. Sayonara, Johnny Hoboken. Oh my gosh. So that's that story. Don't sleep on Twitter. Twitter will just- Yeah, seriously. Spill the tea somehow, some way. But yeah, small freaking world. What a piece world. of shit. I'm sorry. Piece of shit. Also, what a small world. Like, how does that happen? Also, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Ugh. Johnny Hoboken does not deserve any more publicity yeah, after this. We're done. So that wraps up this episode. I'm actually not as much in my feels as I thought I was going to be, which I guess is a good thing. Maybe part two will get you in your feels. Yeah, definitely a part two. There's There was a lot of topics that we wanted to touch on. And clearly me and Nicolette have lots of thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. on things. <laughs> So obviously take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. All right. So hope everyone is having a good Thirsty Thursday. Subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a little comment and a rating. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. We're on basically everything. Yeah. So it's convenient. Yeah. Please, please, please leave us a rating and a review. Tell your friends to follow us. Even on Instagram, that would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. And also, if you have any like topics or questions that you want us to cover, it could be controversial or not, you can just DM us um, on our Instagram at uncork and unwind. That's U-N-W-I-N-E-D podcast. All right, guys. We'll see ya. Not see ya. Oh, my god. We'll gosh, talk right. to ya. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>